check this out. The name of my message tonight is You Are What You Eat. Let's see that graphic, Nate. You are what you eat. So turn your neighbor and say, you are what you eat. Turn, yes. Turn to your other neighbor and say, you too. Check it out, guys. I'm not going to just talk about food tonight. I'm not going to just stand here for 15 minutes and talk to you guys about what you eat. And that's what's going to, no, I'm not going to talk about that. I'm going to go so much deeper than that. Yeah? How many of you guys are ready? Yeah. How many of you guys are ready for me to go a little bit deeper than just talking about food, right? I'm going to talk about more than that. You are what you eat. I'm doing this message. Check this out. I'm doing this message because I believe that statement. I'm not going to do anything that I don't believe. I believe this statement. It's real. I believe this, you guys. You are what you eat. I, what I mean by that is whatever we let into our life, whatever we let into our self, whatever we're filling ourselves with, that, that, is what, that is what we are. And there's so many different ways we fill ourselves, right? Let's start off with 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 31. Let's start off with this. How many of you guys love that graphic, right? Come on. There's some groms, some surfer bros getting ready to go out, right? So awesome. It's barreling. There's tons of good waves out there. Check this out. Word of God right here. This is what the Apostle Paul says. He says in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 31, so whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. So Paul, what's he, what's he getting at here? He's talking about Amen. Come on, brother. Paul is talking about whatever you do. He didn't just say a couple things, but whatever you do. Did you guys know that? In, in whatever, anything you do, you can show glory to God. As long as it's pleasing to him, you can put him first, right? I really believe this. And check it out. We are all, as human beings, we are all natural consumers, right? We're always consuming things, right? I actually looked it up today. I was like, <laughs> we're, we're, we're herbivores, right? Like, science, anybody? Herbivores, right? V Valerie is the science, master's in science. Valerie, humans are herbivores, correct? We're not carnivores. We're not omnivores. There might be a couple omnivores over here. Um, what? We're herbivores. I read an article that said gotquestions.gov. It's gov. Hey, dot gov. Obama said. Check it out. Okay, agree to disagree. We're human. It's cool. It's all good. It's all good. Check it out. We are natural consumers. We're always intaking things, yeah? We're looking at stuff. We're feeling things. We're eating things. We're always doing stuff. Humans, we are naturally intaking stuff. Right? We're naturally taking things in. There are so many different ways that we are feeding ourselves and ingesting stuff. Thinking, looking, feeling, eating, putting stuff around us, whatever, whoever's around us, our friends, things we put on us, clothes or whatever it is, right? Here's the truth. When you put all these things around you, whatever you eat, whatever is on you, what, all those things, that's what you are literally going to become. You are what you eat. I believe that. You are what you eat. You will literally become that. So let me share it. Let me share a couple 
couple fun stories. So let's start with physically, right? Like physically, you are what you eat, right? You are physically. So if I ingest a bunch of junk food, right? I eat a bunch of junk food. I'm probably going to feel like junk after that. After a few, like an hour, right? Carbs are amazing. They're delicious. We love them. But then a few hours later, you're like, that wasn't good. That was a bad choice. Pop-Tarts and milk. Ooh. I used to eat Pop-Tarts and milk, just like Pop-Tart cereal. And then Ego waffles to top it off. Before, yes. Yeah, crunch it up. Before I met my wife, Valerie, when I was a single bachelor dude, I would just like Pop-Tarts for dinner, PB&J and Ego waffles, chocolate milk, chocolate, ice cream. Okay, hey, I'll get healthy. I'll get healthy. I'll have a candy apple. No, seriously. But no, I mean, come on. That's like when I ate junk, I felt like junk because I was ingesting it because it came inside of me from the outside. It came inside of me. I ate it. I ingested it, right? There were times in my life when I was working out and I had a regimen or something like that, right? Something when all this like working out, eventually it's going to show physically, right? Right now, me and my wife are training for a half marathon. So we started to lose a little bit of weight because we're running all the time, right? So because we were doing something physical, it started to change us, but it came from the inside and then it went out, right? We started to change because it was an internal thing happening because I started a regimen. I started something. So what I, what I started to ingest or started to eat was literally good food, a lot of water. I'm currently, I drink so much water all day long, right? And so that's what I choose to let into myself. And that's, what's, that's the output that I'm going to get. I'm going to be, I have a runner's like whatever, a runner's like body or whatever for the time being because that's what I'm giving my effort to. Yeah? Emotionally, how about this? Emotionally, whoever I surround myself with, like my friends, those are my friends, the people I hang out with, the people I associate with, I'm generally going to want to be like them. I'm going to want to start buying the same clothes they're wearing. I'm going to want to start talking like them. I want to start acting like them. I want to start having the same thoughts on people like them. So when I was in high school and I started hanging out with a group of guys, they didn't like that group so much. So after a while, that group that I, I did, I did kind of like them, but I started hanging with them and like, dude, hey, we were all wearing hoodies and we all had backwards hats or the, we had visors, dude visors, and then you wear it sideways, right? Jen's like, done. I can't do visors. Thanks. See you later. So check it out. We were like a crew. We would all wear visors, and I started to look like them. I started to talk like them. We said funny things all the time, and then they didn't like this group over here that were dressed like cowboys, so we made fun of them because they weren't like us. And I started doing that. I started hanging out with them. I started doing that because... I, I was what I was eating, and at that time, like literally what I was ingesting, what I was letting into myself, what I was intaking was my friend group. We need to watch who we surround ourselves with, because if you want to look at your friends, that's what, and then I'm looking at you. Wherever your friends are going, that's where most likely you are going to go. Have you heard that before? It's truth. That's why you've heard it before. You've heard it tons and tons of times, because that's real. Shh, hey, guys, shh. Check it out. Spiritually, there was a time in my life, 
spiritually, there's a time in my life where I'm totally on fire for God. I'm reading the Bible all the time. I'm listening to tons of worship music. I'm learning new things. God's speaking to me in new ways. I'm getting rocked by God all the time, right? There's times in my life where I was doing that. There's times in my life where I was eating, literally, I was eating God's word, the Bible. I was eating this, like, food, right? I'm reading all the time. But then there, were also, there was also a time in my life in my early 20s when I wasn't following God so much, and I chose to ingest, I chose to eat my career. I would go home, would go home from my job, and then I would think about my job. And then I'd try to train, I'd try to learn, and I'd just try to do stuff that had to involve my job. Because so in that season of my life, I was ingesting my job. And it became everything, right? It became like my whole sphere. So many different ways in our life, physically, emotionally, spiritually, all these different things, we are constantly consuming things. We're constantly letting things in, right? So check this out. There was a period of my life when I watched scary movies. How many of you guys like scary movies? Here's the people we're going to pray for if your hands are raised. Scary movies, you guys. I used to watch, like, every scary movie that came out. I was all about it. Like, I saw every single Saw. I saw The Hills Have Eyes. I saw Amityville Horror. I saw The Skeleton Key. I saw Signs. I was like, dude, I was on it with scary movies. I'd go to the movies. Check this out. I'd go to the movies by myself. Because I wanted to see a scary movie that bad. I wanted to like, put myself in the atmosphere and be scared. Because I, want, I wanted that. And that was what I was filling myself with. Like literally, that's what I was fascinated with. I was like, whoa, dude, I can't wait to see Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3. Woo, dude, who knows what's going to happen to that one? Chainsaws? Oh, man. Like that's what I filled myself with. There's like a whole season of my life where I was just watching scary movies. Guess what that got me? <laughs> Guess what that got me? I, I started to become a slave to fear. Scary movies are scary, right? The horror, they're intense things that we should not be seeing. They're things that we should not be ingesting. So the outcome of watching tons and tons and tons of scary movies was I became frightened. I became afraid of the dark. I became even more afraid of the dark. Dude, I used to walk down the street and be like, the sun's down. Oh, man. Not tonight. Not tonight. No clown, right? Like, I could never go to, like, circus. I couldn't do any of that stuff. I saw somebody chopping wood, and I'm like, no, no. I've seen that movie. I'm next, right? Like, no. Seriously. Like, people would pat me on the back. Get off. What are you? What? Like, right? Like, my life was like, changed because I was like feeding myself scary movies. I became a slave to fear, and that's exactly what the enemy wants. He wants me to be frightened. He wants me to be chained up with fear and doubt. And <sighs> He wants us to be dug down in the dark. That's exactly where the enemy wants us. And there was also a time in my life when I, like, okay, so emotionally, when I hung out with some friends, they all listened to rap. They were all about it, all these different rap stars, all these different rap guys and stuff. Kanye West was, like, brand new, and I started listening to him and everything. Snoop Dogg, all these guys. I was listening to it all the time. I could sing. I could probably still rap some of the songs today. It's terrible. <clears throat> so... 
because I was hanging out with some friends, because I was hanging out with people who listened to that kind of rap music that talked about rough lyrics towards people, right, generally, pretty opinionated, the cursing that was in it and stuff, guess what happened to me? I started cursing all the time. I became a rapper. Yes. Noah. High five, brother. Yes. No, not a rapper. I did not become a rapper. Thank the Lord. So I started cursing a lot. I had a cruddy mouth because that's what I listened to. That's what I ingested. That's what I was eating. My plate was a scary movie and some rap music and some Kanye West. And then I got real angry. And then I started, I started just wanting to go out and flip people off and get mad. Because that's what I was listening to. Hard, angry music and stuff. You might, you might hate. Some of you guys, come on, it's all good. Some of you guys might be listening to rap right now. Some of you, your only thing that's on your phone or that's on your iPod or whatever it is, some of you, maybe the only thing that's on there right now is a bunch of like popularized rap and stuff like that. Just check this out. I lived that, I listened to it, and my outcome was that it made me, what I eventually listened to and stuff, I started to become that. I started to think that way. Those lyrics go into you, and then you eventually overflow them out into other people, into other areas of your life. And then, yeah, when I was eating junk food, we were just looking at some photos of myself the other day. My wife was like, wow. Why didn't you Because <laughs> they're photoshopped. Um, no, I ate cruddy food. I never felt good. I had no agility. I couldn't run. I couldn't keep up in a basketball game. I couldn't run a half mile. I couldn't do any of that stuff because I filled myself with junk. So from following what the world, what the popularized thing of the world was, I watched scary movies. I listened to rap music and angry music, and I ate junk food. Guess what I got out of all those things? I was a slave to fear. I started cursing. I started hating people. I had tons of stomach aches, and I did not have a six-pack. <laughs> that's what the world got me. That's what, that's what choosing my own desires got me. You are what you eat. You are what you put in you. You are what you put on you. You are what you put around you. I believe that. I believe that as truth. Check this out. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19. Paul said, Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit or temples of God who is inside of you? You are not your own, or you don't own your own body. What is Paul getting at right here? What is Paul getting at? Did you guys know that? When you, when you give your heart to God, hey, guys, it's all good. Don't worry about them. When you give your heart to God, you're filled with the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, God's Holy Spirit comes in and fills you. Your body is actually a temple because we were made by God. We have purpose. He has plans for us, good plans, amazing plans. And we were actually bought with a price. That's what the next little verse says, is that we are bought at a price. The next little part to that says that Christ went to the cross for us, and we were bought with a price. It was the price of 
Jesus spilling his blood on the cross for us. So we were bought at a, pli- a price so that our bodies are not our own. They're actually God's, right? So check this out. Me and Valerie, we're renters, right? We rent an apartment, right? We don't own that apartment. We rent it from some people who own it, right? From this lady. So we're just renting it. We, have, we just have, we have contracts and all that stuff. We're renting it. It's so nice of her to let us stay there. We have an amazing, we're stoked. We have a place to live. We take care of it. If there's a hole, or if there's a little thing in the um, little scrape or whatever, we paint over it. We, we try to take care of it. We, we fill it with good things. So I put nice furniture in it. I, I have tons of plants. I call them my kids. They literally are. So I take care of them. I value doesn't care about them. Um, but I take care of them, and I care about my apartment. And when people come over to my house, I want them to have a great time when they're around my apartment. But guess what? I don't even own the apartment. I'm renting it. That's exactly when we fill ourselves, when we give our heart to God, that's exactly what we're doing. We are renters. This body that God has given us is a temple. It's actually his. We actually don't own this. So we should glorify him with what he's given us. Thank you, Lord, that we all of us in here have have beating hearts. Thank you, all. Thank you, Lord, that all of our brains are functioning amazing. Thank you that we all have working arms and that we can move and we can talk and we can do math and we can compute. We can do all these amazing, amazing things. The human body is insane. God has blessed us so much. How many of you guys take for granted every single day all the amazing things that God has given us? The fact that you get to wake up. Did you know that when you breathe, that is God saying yes to your life? Because if it was a no, then you wouldn't be on the earth. Every breath that you take is God saying, yes, I want you here on earth. I have purpose for you. I have plans for you, right? God loves us so much, and we were bought at a price. We are what we fill ourselves. We are what we, what we feed ourselves, what we put in us. Check this out. Here's my last thought. Jesus, when he lived his whole life perfect and then died on the cross, rose again, Jesus left us a meal, not a lecture. He didn't just leave us a bunch of lecture stuff for us to go over that was going to be really boring and we're going to have to listen to it. He left us a whole meal. We get to walk that out the rest of our entire life as we're learning to become revolutionaries, revolutionaries as we're learning to become game changers in our schools, in our houses, in our families, right? This is what God calls us to. He calls us to an amazing, awesome life, Yeah. That's what I got for you guys. You are what you eat. I truly believe that. You are what you eat. What we put around yourself, what you ingest, what you listen to, right? You are what you eat. And you guys are all choosing to be here today. So guess what you guys are? You guys are choosing to spend time with God. You're choosing to work on your faith tonight. When you listen to worship music, when you clap, when you jump, when you participate, you are feeding yourself some spiritual food. You are feeding yourself what God wants you to feel, right? Our bodies are temples. Let's fill, let's do, let's glorify them. Let's use these amazing things that God gave us to glorify him. Yeah? You guys all got that? You good? Before we, before we, go, into, um, before we go into small groups, before we break out, I'm going to pray for us real quick. Yeah? Can you play some keys for me, Kayla? It'd be awesome. <clears throat> you are what you eat. Thank you, Kayla. So awesome. There's some keys. Okay, cool. So I just got real spiritual. Whoa. 
You like how keys do that? Like how keys do that? My favorite part. All right, close your eyes, bow your heads. This is just time between us and God. Lord, thank you so much for tonight. God, thank you that we're able to have fun here. God, thank you for this amazing church. Lord, that's going through an amazing transition that you're bringing to us, Father. Thank you for all the people that are going to be blessed by this transition, God. Thank you for all the people that we're going to reach with your message of hope, Father. And I thank you for everybody here in this room tonight, Lord. God, who chose to be here, God, we choose to step into your story. God, we choose to fill ourselves with you. God, thank you so much. Thank you, Lord. We love you. We, we praise you, Father. Thank you for being present in this room, God. We love you, God. Thank you. We concentrate on you. Thank you, God. With every eye closed, every, every head bowed, we're going to pray a prayer together, and it's for, it's for two people. It's for people who want to respond to what happened tonight, something you're feeling from tonight. You want to become a Christian, or you want to uh, start following God. You want to you wanna start literally walking with God. You want to walk out a faith in Jesus Christ. And then for the second person is for maybe somebody who already believes in God but want to just rededicate, want to come back tonight. Want to, you feel like you've maybe strayed off a little bit or you kind of haven't been as interested. You haven't been filling your plate with God, and now you want to. So it's for those two people. So let's pray this together as a group, yeah, with every head uh, bowed, every eye closed. Just shoot up your hand real quick. Nobody's looking. Close your eyes. I just feel like when you shoot your hand up, I feel like it shows something on the inside. It's more for you than it is for me. My eyes are closed, but you just shoot up your hand real quick and then put it back down. Shoot up your hand real quick, put it back down. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. God saw that. God loves that. Thank you that you're making that step and you're wanting to get closer to him and feed him uh, and intake him more. So let's just pray this together. Whether this is your first time praying it or if it's your millionth time praying it, let's just pray like it's our first time we've ever prayed this, yeah? Repeat after me. Jesus, I love you. Thank you, God, for my life. Thank you that you chose me out of all people. I love you. I choose you every day of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. As simple as that, simple as that. Yeah, we can always approach God every single day. All times, he's so happy when, you, when we come back to him. He has his arms wide open for us. He loves us so much. He loves it that you guys step out and you pray those prayers, right?